Today is December the 22nd, 2019. Oh, bless the Lord, because we have all come to the end of the year, the last month of the year. Thank you, Father, because, Lord, you gave us life, up and strength each day. We wake up, Lord Jesus. You have given it to us, Lord. You give us every breath we breathe, every move we make, every step we take, Lord. We thank you from January to December of 2019. Thank you, Father, for the Christmas season that's in one, two more days. And we just thank and we just praise you, Father. We thank you for a family gathering together in harmony and um, love and care and peace. Enjoying each other for this holiday season. Whether we go out of town, whether we stay in town. But Lord, you have blessed us. Bless those who are on the road going to their loved ones. Bless those who are in the air, in the airplane. Bless them going to one another. And bless as they go back home and continue life from this day forward. That um, the new year will be a blessed and prosperous year. Father, you got so much abundance for us to uh, achieve. We Every hope. We thank you, Father God, for the life. We thank you for light. We thank you for life. We thank you for health. We thank you for strength. Lord, and I thank you, Father God, for because in you we live and move and have our being. The subject today is there is another solution besides suicide. Okay, and my song today is Beloved. Beloved, now we are the sons of God, and it does not yet appear what we shall be, but we know when it shall appear, oh yes we know when it shall appear. We shall be like Him. We shall be like Him. Yes, we shall see Him as He is. My first scripture is Colossians 2, 21-23. Touch not, taste not, handle not. Which all are to uh, which all are to perish with the using, after the commandment and the doctrine of men, which things have indeed a show of wisdom in will, worship, and harmony, and neglecting of the body, not in the honor to the satisfying of the flesh. Now it says, touch not. That means touch nothing that is not. Of God that is against your body, against the spirit, and against the knowledge of God. Taste not. Don't put that in your mouth and in your stomach that is not of God. Because God say, present your body as a living sacrifice. Holy and acceptable is your reasonable service. That means that's the least you can do. And it say, handle not. Handle not means to... Don't grab or take 
in your hands something that is not clean and pleasing to the Lord. Because we're not here to live after our flesh, but after the Spirit. Now we're going to go to the beginning of the Bible, which is Genesis, the book of Genesis. Genesis 16, 1 and 2 says, Now Sarah, Abram's wife, bare him no children, and she had a handmaid, an Egyptian whose name was Hagar. And Sarah said unto Abram, Behold, now the Lord has restrained me from being from bearing. I pray thee, go in unto my maid. It may be that I may obtain children by her. And Abram hearkened to the voice of Sarah. Listen, women. Uh-uh. Don't tell your husband to do something that is against the will of God. Because you're going to pay the consequences. Don't no woman want their man sleeping with some other women. You know what I'm saying? Because later on, before, before um, Sarah told him to do that, all she had to do was be patient because God did give her a child. And let me tell you something, when that child was born and she had her own child, she got told Abram to get rid of that woman because she was not going to, her child was not going to inherit what God said belonged to her son Isaiah. So let me tell you something, be cautious what you want and what you ask for and what you do without the permission of the Lord or the Holy Spirit. Now, there we're going to go to Genesis 11. 11, 5 through 7. Okay, it says, And the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the children of men built. And the Lord said, Behold, the people is one. No, no, no. Up, 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 up. Y'all forgive me. I'm not seeing as well. I went through a hard time today, and I thank the Lord because all things work together for good to them that love the Lord, who are called according to His purpose. Okay, it's, it's chapter 17. Five through seven. It says, Nor shall your name any longer be Abram, high exalted father, but your name shall be Abraham, father of a multitude. But I have made you the father of many nations, and I will make you exceedingly fruitful, and I will make nations of you, and kings will come from you, and I will establish my covenant between me and you, and your descendants after you throughout their generation for an everlasting solemn pledge to be God to you and to your posterity after you. Okay, look. Even though Abram was um, obedient to his wife, but he was obedient to his wife and his natural name. See, when our ways please the Lord, he changes our name. You know, that's why he has changed my name to Deborah, the honeybee, because Deborah really is a leader. And and she was a guider of the people of Israel because Barak did not want to go up without her because he, she, he knew she was to be the leader at that time. Now, 
Abraham, the reason why God changed Abraham's name, Abram's name to Abraham because he pleased the Lord. He pleased the Lord. And he said he would be father of multitude. Multitude. You know how many people that is? No, you don't know, and neither do I. He's still father of us all, the Christians that are in the body of Christ. We are Abraham's seed because we are the seed of righteousness. He said uh, we, he would uh, be exceedingly fruitful. And when you're obedient and doing what God tell you to do, oh, you will be exceedingly, that means beyond measure, you will be blessed. And you will have plenty. You understand? And that's where I want to get. I want to get and, and, and have plenty. Okay? And it says, because him and his generation sees the conquerors, between obedience and disobedience. Okay? And when he was obedient, God opened the wound of Sarah. When Sarah and her was, and was totally obedient, he opened Sarah's wound. He even changed Sarah's name to Sarah. And she was blessed with a child, Isaiah. Okay, now we're going to go to the New Testament. You know, I always want to go from Old Testament to the New Testament. Let you know, Old Testament is just as important as the New Testament because what is in the Old Testament, it is in the New Testament. Because that's Jesus was born from the generation of the earth. So he knew he was God and he was born of God and he was, and God was through him. And we, we are a part of him, which is the Holy Spirit. And, okay, in Matthew 27, 1 through 10, okay, this is talking about Judas Iscariot, how suicide, he was the first person who committed suicide, and that's how suicide came into existence. When the morning was come, all the chief priests and the elders of the people took counsel against Jesus to put him to death. And when they had bound him, they led him away and delivered him to Pontius, Pontius Pilate, the governor. Then Judas, which had betrayed him, which, um, which um, turned his back on him, when he saw that he was condemned, repented himself and brought again the 30 pieces of silver to the chief priests and the elders, saying, I have sinned in that I have betrayed the innocent blood. Innocent blood now. And they said, what is that to us? See thou to that. You see? Huh? Enemy tell you to get, do stump, certain things, get you in trouble. Oh, but he don't tell you. Why are you doing it? And he ain't going to tell you the consequence you're going to have after you do it. Oh, he's not going to tell you that. He's just going to tell you, go ahead on and do it. He'll even pay you. Oh, yeah, look how he paid um, Judas 30 pieces of silver. And then um, they didn't tell Judas that they were going to betray him. They didn't tell him they were going to take him to the cross. Judas didn't know nothing about that. They just said all they need, Judas didn't know, is to um, recognize him and kiss him. And Judas said he was going to kiss him. That's how they they going to recognize him. 
So that's what he did. But after he found out what they was going to do, oh my God, he felt guilty and condemnation over it. He was so guilty and so in condemnation that he, he decided, man, since they won't take the money back, I'll buy a piece of land and hang myself on it. And that land was called the pool of blood. And nobody was supposed to be on that land because that land was cursed. Because, see, let me tell you something. Even if you do make wrong choices, repent. Repent. And turn away from it. Okay? There's always forgiveness. And, and I'm telling you, you can repent and turn away. And the Lord Jesus Christ will forgive you for your sins. Just turn away from it and do what is right. My last scripture is First Peter 5.7, which says, Casting all your cares upon him, for he careth for you. You see what I mean? You don't have to take no burden to the grave and to hell to go into hell. You can repent and ask God to forgive you. Ask whoever you have done it to to forgive you and go on in life. Do not hold grudges. Do not hold hurt. Do not hate yourself because you are the most important person to the Lord Jesus Christ. You're not alone. He's always there. He never leaves you. He never forsakes you. Now the end is, you know, I would like to write a poem at the end. And the end says, put your eyes on our heavenly prize. Learning about Jesus truly makes us wise. He loved us from childbirth. The goodness of God is more than what we are worth. He died for all of our sins. With him in our life, we are always win. Let me tell you something. We are winners. We are not losers. We are winners. And no sin too hard for the Lord unless you turn your back totally on him and deny him and believe a lie. Instead of the truth. That's only three sins. That he don't like. Now I'm telling you. Young people. Teenagers. Young adults. And adults and elderly. Listen. God can forgive all. Because he loves all. And he have, He wants us all. To inherit eternal life. This is Deborah. Love you so very much. Goodbye.